you ever wished you could just grab coffee with a top leader in your direct sales company and pick her brain about all the things? Well, you're in luck. My name is Tiffany Spees. Welcome to Directly Different, the podcast where I have conversations with top direct sales leaders and ask them to share what they're doing differently to help them achieve success in their businesses. Direct sales doesn't have to feel spammy or gross. You can absolutely find success in your business by doing things a different way. I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. It's back to school season for so many of us, and even if you're not shopping for supplies and gearing up to pack lunches again, there's no denying that a transition is coming. To help us all get ready for a new season, I invited today's guest, Bailey Baker, to share her story and to chat about some back-to-school hacks. From shoe shopping to lunch packing to divvying up chores, you're definitely going to discover a new tip in today's episode that you can implement to make your home a more happy place. If you love this episode, stay tuned for part two where I chat with a homeschool mom and ask her to share her tips for running a social selling business while also homeschooling kids. A bit of housekeeping for this episode, Bailey was so sweet to allow me to use her as a guinea pig to try out a new recording platform. The audio may sound different than other episodes, but I know you'll still love hearing our conversation on all things back to school. Hi, Bailey. Thank you so much for being a guest on Directly Different this week. I'm really excited to chat with you about all things school, even though school has not started for you yet. I know that this is just the time of year when we're getting back into that routine, so I'm excited to chat with you about school stuff. So welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. And yes, I'm not ready for school to start yet. (laughs) (laughs) You and me both. The countdown is on, but yeah, we're still hanging on to summer. I know some people are like, oh, fall, I can't wait for fall and leaves and pumpkin spice lattes. I'm like, no, I want to be, I want to be on the beach. I want to sit poolside. I want to eat hamburgers and hot dogs until the snow falls. Honestly, I'm not, I like the routine of school. Don't get me wrong. The routine, my kids actually thrive on a routine, but it is nice to have a break and I'm not ready for that to end yet. Yes. Ugh. You and me both. All right. So to start off, speaking of your kids, will you share a little bit about you and your family? Yes. Um, my name is Bailey Baker, and I am um, a mom of four kids who are all in school as of this year. So I've got uh, an 11-year-old, a 9-year-old, a 7-year-old, and a 5-year-old. <laughs> we, we planned it very well. but they are all in school. I'm actually a teacher at their school. So I teach high school math and we just built a house. So that's so exciting because (laughs) we are now fully in the house and my parents gave us some property. So we're really close to them, which is probably one of my saving graces is to have both my parents right down the hill from us. My kids run up and down this hill all day long coming between my house and and their house. So we are, we are fully supported. (laughs) That's really special. I love that. Yes. Actually, my kids are the same ages. Well, about the same ages. We have eight, almost nine, six, almost seven and five. So that's really cool that we have some of the same ages overlapping there. But yes, this is my first year with them all being in school full time. So 
I mean, yes. a brand new season for sure. <laughs> it is. It's going to make the, it's going to make the mornings very hectic getting ready because now all four have to be out the door with me at the same time. Yes. I was thinking about that too with lunches. I was like, I have to pack three lunches. Yes. Although they did volunteer to, they said, we we can pack our own lunches. So we're going to try that and see how long it lasts. I don't know. We'll see. But I was we'll like, see. man, I really don't want to pack see. three lunches <laughs> uh, five times a week. So um, we're going to see how that goes. So Bailey, on top of having a busy family life with four kiddos and a teaching career, you are also involved with social selling, which is why you're here to chat with us. So tell us about how you found Saint and what made you decide to join despite having basically no free time. <laughs> which is what I don't have at all. <laughs> I found a Saint, I discovered Saint actually a long time ago. Um, I just was aware of it. And my mornings were the worst part of the day for me, getting the four kids up dressed. Um, I was basically always walking out the door, not put together at all because I, I put my kids first. I put my husband first. I put all their needs first. So it was more of a, okay, I need to figure out how to shape up my routine and cut some corners here. And so I got into um, heatless curls. So doing curls at night in bed and sleeping on them and waking up and having my hair already done for me. That was a huge chunk of time that I took off in the morning and um, makeup scared me a little bit. So coming up with a routine that I could do in under five minutes and look very well put together um, was where Saint stepped in. I watched this girl forever and she was a teacher and she was just, she would do it in her car. She would do it in a classroom. And I was like, how does she look so good in so little time? And so I reached out to her and I said, okay, I'm, I've been following you for a while. I need to know this. I need to cut some corners. And she said, this is perfect for you. And so I jumped right in. Um, I was blown away because I actually looked like I could wear a full face of makeup in under, I, I'm down to like three minutes now. I can put a full face on in three minutes. So the idea of doing it as a social selling job kind of was in the back of my head. Uh, I was sharing this with everybody that I already knew. So I felt super comfortable. Like I have this and it, it saved me so much time. So I kind of jumped in and just, I needed, I needed something. And I felt like that fit the gap. I, I kind of, I knew a couple of the perks. I knew the community was amazing. I knew the girls were amazing, the relationships, and I needed a creative outlet that I don't really have as a mom. I needed something of my own. And that was that it just, it was a perfect fit. And so it became a uh, easy transition into, into the social selling world of it. Once I fell in love with it, I almost knew I was going to fall in love with it anyway. So when I, when I bought everything, I was like, I should just go for the, the kit and just do it all in once. But I didn't, I didn't, I, I tried and then I was hooked immediately. Yes. And I feel like that's so many people's stories is they, they, find a product that they love and that they can stand behind. And then they're like, okay, I'm already sharing it with my friends and family. Why not take it a step further and intentionally share it and see where it goes. And also the aspect of the creative outlet. Same thing with me. I was a young mom. And I was like, this, this can't be, 
this can't be it. <laughs> Not that I wasn't fulfilled or wasn't thankful or grateful for where I was in life, but I also was like, okay, there's got to be, I don't know, some some outlet that I can have just for me. Like you said, you're a busy mom and you take care of everybody else. You were probably craving just, I need something that's just mine that I can have for myself. And there's a bonus that it makes you feel good and look good and and you get paid to share it. So win-win. Right. All around. The confidence that I can just walk out of the bathroom now. I mean, sometimes it's not even in the bathroom. Sometimes I'm doing it in the car like I watched other people do because I we we have to leave the house. I'm I have to be there at a certain time being the teacher. So right. I'm sometimes doing it. It's like I'm walking out of the class or walking into the classroom. <laughs> but it does. It gives me the confidence for the day. And it was definitely a it was it definitely filled a gap that was missing in the whole motherhood journey. Yes. I love that about social selling. It's the best. So how do you juggle your family and teaching and, and your business? So tell us a little bit about, about how you do all of those things and do them well. (laughs) Well, it was a ride. Let's just say that it's been (laughs) a roller coaster of doing it all or thinking I could do it all to totally burning out early because I was trying to do it all. And, and kind of just now getting into the groove of how it fits in. Um, I found that instead of pushing my kids out, when I try to do it, I let them in. So I used to film stories in private. I used to do reels in private and now I include them because it's easier than trying to shut the door on them. (laughs) But it it does take a good support system. I mean, I, I had a conversation early on that said, I need, I was trying to do it in like, little five minute pockets of time. I was trying to do it in, um, you know, that, that bathroom break or, or when my kids were playing nicely, I was like, Oh, I got five minutes. Let me do something right now. And it was not working. I was, I was so overwhelmed and stressed that I was not juggling it. I would not have been a good poster child for doing (laughs) it all, but I realized that I need just a chunk of time and I need the support of my husband to be like, I'll take them for an hour and you sit down and I time block and I am a big list maker. So I will actually make two lists, a household list, and I will make a um, social a saint list. So things I need to do in the house and things I need to do for my business. And I usually take the those two lists and work off of them and say, okay, what do I need to get done right now? And what can I push off until maybe tomorrow. Like, yes, the dishwasher has to get unloaded. Yes. I can't, I can't not do that. Or I need to reach out to that brand new customer. So I have like priorities and then I have, eventually I'll get to it and I'm a good list. I need a list. I need to check things off. I need to be able to see that I've accomplished it. And I set timers. So I have a little time block that I just rotate and I set 15 minute increments or five minute increments. And I do I will knock out more in that hour than I was trying to squeeze it out in five minute, in Mm. five minute blocks. We also in our home, give our kids chores. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Chores are a big one. Chores are what makes this house function. They each have a chore. That way there's no, I don't know where this goes. So like my seven-year-old empties the dishwasher like a pro. He knows where everything goes. That's always his job. So there's always, there's, there's a chore for each kid and that takes up, that takes off a little bit of the stress of me. 
Um, they are all old enough to do something that's helpful, whether it's emptying the garbages or taking empty the dishwasher. Um, they even clean up their the clothes. They all do. They all have a laundry basket where they put their clothes in the washing machine. So, if I didn't have that, I think I would be all over the place. Mm-hmm. I would still be scrambling and trying to do it all. Yes, that's so great. And those listening that have little kids, toddlers and babies, and you're like, I can't do it all. I can tell you, and Bailey just told you that having older kids, I don't know, there's just like a, you unlock a new level, I think, yes. because you think like, I can't possibly get everything done. And we, we can't, but then they magically get older and then they can do things like empty the dishwasher and take out the trash. I will tell you though, that in my mind, I thought I had to have everything perfect all the time mm. as a mom. Like even when, t- when they were toddlers, I thought I would be failing as a mom if my ho- my living room wasn't cleaned and the sink was empty. And so I've learned to let those things go. And it's okay if I walk into a messy living room because my sanity is better than, than a clean living room. So I have, I mean, even if you're in the toddler stage, I feel like if you let some of those things, the stress of like what you think you need to have you know, let, let them go and say, okay, the, the dishes can sit there for, for a while. They don't have to get done. If you need five minutes, go take five minutes, you know? Yes. Young moms, listen to us. <laughs> we are older than you. It does get easier. <laughs> We've been there. Just know, yes, it gets easier and you'll look back and be like, wow, I was really hard on myself back then. <laughs> so, so take it from Bailey, take it from me better days are ahead. Not that they're not great, but they're easier days are ahead for sure. Yes, they are. So speaking of chores and mom hacks and things like that on Instagram, you have such a fun account, the Bailey Baker, which is, I love following you and you offer really cool and clever mom hacks for, for followers. So will you share with us maybe how that got started and how you came up with that idea, which is so fun. And maybe share some of your most popular slash viral hacks. Yeah. So it's, it, it's funny because I didn't think I had viral hacks, you know, the things that I do in my life to make my life easier. I didn't realize that not everybody did them. So it was one of those things where someone would ask for advice and be like, oh, just do this. That's genius. How did you know that? I don't know. I just, you just know it. Or, or what's going to make your life simpler? So I decided to, I was, um, I was not on the mom hack thing when I first started. Um, I was into something else and I was just doing these things and I was sharing them in my stories. And I thought, why I should just put it out to the masses. So I was always, things that make my life easier are to me just things that make my life easier. Um, the term mom hack, you know, is, is your hacking the time that you have or you don't have down to smaller pieces. So like something that would really bug me would be when I opened the dishwasher and all of the plastic was still wet, right? Like mm. that, I don't have time to sit there and wait for plastic to dry. So I don't know. It, it's like an old wives' tale. You just throw a dish, uh, a dish towel over your over your door, close it, wait ten minutes, and everything's dry. I just, I always did that. I don't know. It was one of those things that I've always done, and and didn't realize it was a hack. But that was that was one of like that was the one that kind of get kicked off. Uh, mm. I shared it in my stories, and then I was like, oh, this is genius. So 
that's kind of how it came about. The the noise level of having kids is loud, right? So you mm-hmm. have you have screaming and yelling and and fighting and and playing. And when I throw things into the dryer, they make lots of noise, but specifically shoes. So we hang our shoes over the dryer door and then just run the dryer so that the shoes are drying, but they're not like clunk, 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 clunk. So things that just like make my life easier are, are my, are my mom hacks. So things that, that make messes easier, you know, popsicles, putting a, a muffin, uh, a muffin holder under a popsicle, like through the stick, obviously makes having popsicles in the house a little bit cleaner. Those, the things that would bug me, I think have turned into my biggest hacks. And it's things that you, that people might have seen on Pinterest or have seen or heard, like you said, an old wives tale or something, but then you're showing them through a reel or through stories. This actually works. Try it. And (laughs) I think that's where it clicks for people. It's like, wow, okay. She's using that tip. I'm going to try it too. And then their life has changed in some little way, but it makes a huge difference. It does make a huge difference. And I, um, Pinterest, when it first came out, I was pinning stuff all the time, like a crazy pinner. And (laughs) those are the things that you're like, oh my gosh, that's right. I do this because I saw that, you know, I was peeling oranges. I don't peel oranges anymore. I just cut them in half and then pop out the segments. And that was a Pinterest thing I saw years and years and years ago. And I was, and it's, I mean, now I can I dish out oranges all the time for snacks and now I can do it in 10 seconds and not sit there trying to peel everything. So yeah, it is kind of the things that you, you've either learned to do yourself that save you time that you're sharing or things that you've, you know, heard. And it's like genius. Why didn't I think of this? Some of them I share, I'm like, I do this, but I didn't come up with this. (laughs) That's all right. Like you said, it just kind of, it's like a game of telephone where, you know, things swirl around and then people, are brave enough to try them like you. And then you share them and say, Hey, this works. So one thing that I probably my most used summer mom hack, I guess is I, and I saw this on Pinterest years ago and I've always, not always in the last several years, I've done it this way. And I have people who come over and they're like, what are you doing with that? So, and I'm like, it's this thing I saw on Pinterest. And now I've turned people on to doing it this way, but I'll explain what it is. So corn who, I mean, like who likes to shuck corn. I don't. I hate it. I think it's so annoying. <laughs> I remember as a kid that was kind of, you know, in the summertime we would have fresh ears of corn and someone would be in charge of peeling the corn and it's mm-hmm. messy and you have all the hor- the hairs and stuff on there and you know, it's just a pain. So I saw this hack that you just stick the whole ear of corn, like peel and everything. You just stick one or two, actually I think you can do up to three, in the microwave. Basically it comes out to about four minutes an ear. You can do, I did the other day I did nine minutes, I did three ears at nine minutes and they turned out fine. And so you just stick the whole thing in there, microwave them. And then when they come out, you cut off, you use a hot pad, cut off the end and then just wiggle the corn out. And like, there's no silk on there. There's no peel. It's the, it's, I mean, yeah, it takes nine minutes in the microwave, but you're not peeling it. You're not boiling it. You're not making a mess. It's so that's my summer hack. So if anyone out there needs a hack for corn, there you go. You you actually read my mind because I'm about to post that today. <laughs> oh my goodness, are you really? Oh sweet. I, I'm excited. I filmed it at the beginning of the summer and I was like, I haven't posted the corn hack yet. Literally sitting in my drafts right now. And oh, I thought, I love it today. That's it's, so awesome. I'm gonna that's I'll the repost kind of that. thing that you need to share. And that's kind of where that mom hack came from is doing it myself is, I mean, anything that saves a mom time 
and you're and and you're sharing that knowledge is a win. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. It could be a diaper trick. It could be, you know, an ear shucking corn trick. And then you now you use it forever. And I've I've had people text me like, how many how many minutes do you put the corn in? You know, people are asking mm-hmm. me, and I'm like, wow, I I have a hack that people <laughs> people yes. are using. Yes. It just means we're becoming more mature, more experienced moms that we have hacks to share, right? <laughs> <laughs> Or that's, that's, we're just old and. Yes, that too. (laughs) Experienced, right? Experienced. Experienced. So whether listeners have school-aged kids or not, we are heading into a brand new season for, for everyone. You know, this, this season, like we talked about at the beginning, some people are ready to go, ready to transition to fall pretty much yesterday. (laughs) Not us, but it is a brand new season of the year where, you know, it's it's almost like a fresh start for for everybody, but we're especially talking to moms of school aged kids today. So, do you have any great hacks for the back to school season that you can share? Yes, because that is that is our craziest time, especially in the first like four weeks when you're trying to do everything and get everyone's schedules down and carpooling down and. It is, it is probably the most hectic month um, of the whole school year is this is, well, for us, it's going to be September, but I'm actually just doing a hack today. Uh, my kids need new shoes, shoes. And so I don't bring four kids into Target when I can help it. So I make them, I put, I make them wear a sock and I take a piece of paper and I trace the outline of their foot. And I just take, I label each kid's foot. Cause I thought one time I knew which kid's foot was which, and I was mm. totally wrong. Oh no. So, <laughs> so, Sorry, son. Kids... You have to wear these sparkly light up shoes. That you right. Wear. <laughs> right. You're stuck with this pink. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just take it to the store and I stick it to the heel. And I was like, Oh, this is perfect. And so now I don't deal with four kids trying to trying on shoes. And there's no way that I'm going to take four individual trips to do this. So usually I'll just, if it's a little bit, if it's, if it's a close call, I'll just size up a little, like half a size or, you know, the next size up, but that's my, that's what we're in right now is this shoe finding hunt. Once we're done with that though, we get into the lunchbox hacks, which we do um, bento, like the bento style lunchboxes. Mm -hmm. And so I basically pull everything out of the fridge on Sunday and they just make their lunches. They pack three lunches and then they usually get to buy the other two. So I'm only taking all the food out once. So all four kids get all the food, all the ham, you know, like all the protein, the crackers, it all only comes out once. And then they each, um, Ziploc makes a, like a bento, like a plastic bento box um, and they sell them in packs of five. So this, it was perfect. I bought each kid a pack and then they make their lunches for the week. So I can handle four lunches on a Sunday. It takes us, takes us about an hour, but we'll do the whole thing. We also on Sunday do clothes. So the kids pick out shirt, shorts, socks, we roll them up, we stick them in their bin and they've got five bins. And then we don't have to deal with, um, we don't have to deal with the running around in the morning of what do I wear? What do I wear? You just pull out your, your slot and off you go with whatever you picked out on Sunday, (laughs) on Sunday (laughs) night. (laughs) We do another lunch hack where we, um, if the kids want sandwiches, I'll take the Hawaiian rolls 
and I'll slice the whole the whole 12 pack in half and just make one gigantic sandwich and cut them up into single sandwiches. So the big kids take two and the little kids take just one. But I can do a whole week's in just one tray. That's, That's awesome. I love that. Like that. Yes. I'm going to use that one for sure. So, okay, let me ask you a question about the sandwiches. So my kids, they're they're kind of plain and boring. I mean, they're yep. not. But they they just like either ham or ham and cheese, no condiments. So weird. Yep. But, I mean, hey, it works because – you know, then easy. it doesn't, you know, it doesn't get soggy. The bread doesn't get soggy and it is easy, but do your kids like condiments and like, how do they, you know, how do you do that? So the bread doesn't get soggy. The sandwiches don't get soggy throughout the week. Uh, two of the four like condiments. The other two don't. One of them likes tomatoes. That ruins everything mm, usually. Right. <laughs> but um, if it's a tomato, my, my tomato lover child, she gets it in between lettuce. Okay. So the lettuce holds the tomato and it doesn't touch I usually wrap the piece of lettuce around the tomato and then the condiments go between the ham and the cheese and not touch the bread. Oh, smart. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Yes. And I just do it kind of in the center. So it does squeeze out. It doesn't, doesn't squeeze out to the bread and, and they don't complain even on, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, that Wednesday lunch, there's really no complaints about the sandwiches. Sometimes, most times. Yeah. Um, we do the thermoses too. So Another hack is um, soup's an easy one or smoothies if you want to go the cold route. We'll fill the thermos with hot water in the morning and then just dump the soup in. It's still warm by lunchtime. If they do the smoothie, we put the smoothie in the freezer in the thermos and then take it out in the morning. And by lunchtime, it's thawed enough for them to scoop it out. Mm -hmm. So those are easy because I can do I can do them all at the same time. Yes, that is so nice. I do that the freeze trick with. Um... Gogurt, like yogurt tubes. Yes. We'll do that a lot. And because I usually will stick a, an ice pack, like one of those reusable ice packs, like those, you know, gel like ice packs. Um, but on days where I have thought ahead and stuck a bunch of yogurt tubes in the freezer, we'll use that as our, those are perfect cold thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, if we do like the peanut butter and jelly, we make our own crustables and I actually freeze them and like do a whole big batch of them. I don't know, 12, 15 of them at once. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you take them out of the freezer and put them in their lunchbox, it keeps the lunch cold and it's like perfect temperature when they go to eat it in the afternoon. Yum. That sounds so good. And it's not gross. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, we man. tested all this before. I wasn't just yes. sending my kids with these, with these uh, soppy sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's trying to save time. <laughs> I'm this suffering. is what I got. <laughs> They're swapping lunches with other kids. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. Yes. And it's funny because I'll try something new in their lunch. You know, we do the little bento boxes too, and I'll try, you know, something new in one of the little containers and they'll they'll come home and be like, I didn't like that. <laughs> okay. Sorry. You live, you learn. <laughs> We've done that too. That's right. And that's the nice thing about laying it out on the counter, letting them pick. I don't have to remember which child doesn't like peas or which child doesn't yes. like you know, carrots or which, you know, they just do it on their own and it just makes it quick and easy. Yep. Then they're responsible for their own choices, right? Yes. They're eating what they picked. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. Which helps them maybe eat more of their lunch because they, they chose it and they, they know they like it. Yeah. I find less comes home if they have made it themselves. Yes. Yes. So good. Love that. Right. We've covered some 
back to school shoe shopping. We've covered some lunch hacks. What else do you have for us for back to school tips? We, I recommend no matter what age your kid is, is a dump station. Mm. You know, like the lunchbox, the backpack, the homework, the books, every kid has its own, has his or her own spot to put things. And then there's no lost papers. My kids each have a, have a, just a, you know, like a Tupperware bin, a, a plastic bin, and that's where everything gets dumped. And then if I'm looking for something, I'm going to that bin and finding that permission slip or, you know, whatever the case is, then it's not scattered throughout my kitchen. It's not scattered throughout the house. They have, they have their own spot. And that's the routine they get into when we get home. They just, they just, they take their lunchbox out, put it in the sink and they dump everything else in their bin. And it just organization wise, mess wise, makes it really easy too. Yeah. I love that. Cause you're right. There's so much that comes home papers and shoes and, you know, things they found at recess and on the playground and so many things. And, and then in the winter, I know you live in New York, correct? Yes. 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 And so in the winter there's snow gear and it's just, it multiplies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And there's, I know here in Michigan, we have snow gear from November till sometimes like March. We're taking snow gear every day to school. I mean, sometimes they can leave it at school, but just depending on which kid and, you know, if they want to play at home, outside at home after school, then they have to bring it home. Oh, it's just, there's so much stuff. So that's great having a designated dump station for each kid because then they know where their stuff goes. I, and I bought, um, labels, mm. like sticker labels for each of their, their jackets and their snow gear. So I'm just sticking the, it doesn't even say their first name. It just says the last name. So mm-hmm. I can just use the stickers and every, every jacket, snow pants, gloves gets a little sticker. They're washable. They're great. They can, we've, we've, reco- we've acquired a lot of our lost and found stuff that way because <laughs> they always leave it everywhere. Yes. Oh my goodness. That's a great tip because especially gloves, I find that they, cause gloves are hard to label cause they don't always have a tag, but that's smart mm-hmm. to put a washable label on it. I'm going to do that it's this year. Lot. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> that's and we, lose the most. we run our stuff through the washing machine all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like the dishwasher. If, if I can't wash it in the dishwasher, I am not buying it. <laughs> that's right. I'm not, I'm not, that's, there's another, I'd never buy anything that's not dishwasher safe <laughs> or machine washable <laughs> or machine washable. That's right. <laughs> If it can't get wet, don't buy it. <laughs> I'm not, that's not my thing. It's not in this house. <laughs> Sometimes too, I'll see something like a, you know, like a, some kind of travel mug or whatever. And it says hand wash only. I'm like, mm, I think that's just a suggestion. So I usually put it through. Anyways, top rack. And if not, oh, well, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> that has saved my sanity though. Making sure that everything is dishwasher safe. There's not enough time to do everything. And that's one spot where I can save that is just throwing the dishwasher mm-hmm. half cycle. I'm a, I'm the queen of half cycles and short washes and dishwasher safe. Yes. Every single washer needs a, a short, like an express cycle, express yes. wash on there. Oh, because... there's another one. Oh yeah. Go ahead. I am. I, if you are, we are inundated with laundry. I mean, laundry is, is through the roof. There's, there's like four baskets sitting out in my hallway right now that need to be either washed or folded. The kids put their their basket, the kids empty their basket in the washing machine, and we have a delay cycle. So we delay it so that it starts like 5 a.m. 
That means when I'm getting up, I'm walking past the thing. All I have to do is throw it into the dryer and, and run the dryer while I'm, you know, I'm not trying to do the, the wash and the, the dry in the same time. So mm. it gets washed early in the morning because of that delay cycle. And then it sits in the dryer and it's ready to be folded the next time I walk by. Nice. Nice. Or one of the kids can fold it. <laughs> yes. Which we've done. We've done the, that, that is, it's not a consistent routine though. They know how to fold. It's just making them fold them themselves. Yes. <laughs> but we know how crappy it is to do laundry. So I don't blame them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we know it's not fun. Yeah. Fear from us. <laughs> yes. Right. When you're, when you're trying to do everything, if you could outsource one thing, you know, maybe it's a babysitting for an hour, you know, while you do your business, maybe it's outsourcing someone to come in and, and clean for an hour. If, if there's one thing that you could outsource that would free up some of your time or some of your stress and you can do it, I would do it. We have someone that comes in and folds our laundry for us. Wow. That's Almost, great. You know, like she can go through four baskets in, in 20 minutes and to me, that relieves so much time and stress. Um, and it's worth that for us, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's just one thing, but it's just enough to to take some of the pressure off. Yes. Or else the laundry stares at you for three days and you're like, oh, I need to get to that. Oh, I need three to get to that. Three days, like a week. Right. That's true. Why did I say three days? I don't know. <laughs> it spends three days in the dryer and then yes. it gets into the. <laughs> yes. Actually, it can't afford to spend three days in the dryer because we have to wash something. We have to wash a basket every day with, with four kids and two adults. It's a basket a day. For sure. Absolutely. I love that. Outsourcing one thing, even if it's small. Even if it's small, right. Even if it's small. That's a great tip. Now, once school starts and you'll, you'll be back at work slash school and your kids will be in school and I mean, you still have your social selling business. How will that look? How will your schedule look once school begins? A lot more hectic. Oh man. (laughs) It's hard to do stuff during the week because of, because of teaching, because of the kids' sports schedules. Um, I end up either doing it in the evening. So uh, I do a lot of things at after bedtime. So I take about an hour. I kind of cut out Netflix a little bit to, to be able to do it during the school year. Um, I binge everything in the summer that I, I kind of, I can't, I can't do, I can't do my let's, let's binge Netflix for two hours in the evening and still get everything done. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what goes is the Netflix passion. And then I spend about an hour in the evenings doing stuff for the, for St. Um, and then on Saturdays or Sundays, I try to do two hours. So I give myself two hours to do whatever I can. I'm not, I've learned to say, if I don't do it, it's not going to end the world here. It's not going to kill my business if I, if I don't get to it. So this, the shift in the school year does play a big part. Not enough that it's going to, that I'm going to be a failure if I don't get it done. That's right. So my two hours in the weekend and then about an hour in the evenings. And I don't, I try not to just like walk around with my phone all the time going, okay, let me just fit five more minutes in here. Five minutes. The kids can sense the stress. The kids can sense that I'm distracted. We have a pretty good routine after school with homework and playing outside and chores and showers and, you know, all that making dinner. And so I 
give that time block to them. And then I do my own time block in the evening. That's great. It shows listeners that anything you can do anything, you just have to have a little bit of intentionality to it and you can accomplish that. Like that's, that adds up to seven hours a week. And, you know, even though you have a full-time job and you have full-time mom life and I'm sure sports schedules and things like that, you are able to, you know, intentionally fit your business into pockets of time. And I know sometimes, you know, it used to be a thing like you said at the beginning, oh, work your business in five minutes a day. But like you said, you can't get enough done in those five to 10 to 15 minutes to make it really feel like you're being productive all throughout the day. So I, I will say, I agree with you that trying to block out an hour is way more profitable and productive than trying to do five minutes, you know, 12 times throughout the day. So, and because my kids are not old, I mean, even my five-year-old understands that I've just given them 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. And that at 8 p.m., even if there's some of them are still awake, they know that I that now this is mom's time. So it's easy to be able to close the door and just do an hour's worth of work. Yes. I love that. Healthy boundaries for everybody. Everybody yes. needs those healthy boundaries for yes. sure. Plus, I want them to see that I that that you can do this, you know, and that I'm not just laying on the couch with my scrolling on Instagram for five hours in the evening. Yes, exactly. That's right. Like, oh, mom's on her phone again. No, mom's yeah. mom's working mom's and working. you yep. know, doing something that she loves that she has a passion for and that's inspiring to even the littlest of kids. They see that for sure. Okay, Bailey, this has been really great to chat about really practical back to school tips and hacks for the school year for kids and for moms and you know, we're just you're just trying to make lives easier and smoother, right? So what is your, some of your best advice for those listening who are going into a transitional season, whether their kids are going back to school, whether they have tiny kids at home, whether they're, you know, in a full-time job and they're trying to work social selling on the side, what is your advice to these listeners? I've got some good advice. Don't get overwhelmed. Everything that you come across, you could figure it out. Okay, there's the quote that says everything is figure outable. I use it with my students in my classroom and I use it with my kids. You're going to be able to figure it out, whether it's pulling somebody in and outsourcing one thing, whether it's pulling your husband or your spouse in for support, whether it's just taking a step back and, you know, getting a different perspective on it you're going to figure it out and it's going to be, it could be the simplest solution sometimes is the most overlooked thing, but it's going to work. You're going to be fine and you're going to figure it out. It, it just, you'll be great. Yes. It always turns out great. Sometimes better than we expect too. Yes. Surprisingly, because you surprise, I surprise myself all the time. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Yes. I love that. Me too. Me too. All right. How can listeners get in touch with you to follow all of your great tips and advice on mom life and quick makeup? I am on Instagram. Actually, Instagram is my landing page for everything else that I do. So I'm at the Bailey Baker. And from there you can access, I have, I run a Facebook group for makeup tutorials, tips and tricks kind of thing. Um, my Amazon storefront is on there for all the Amazon gadgets that I have found that have saved me so much time and all the information is there. So at the Bailey Baker. 
Thank you so much, Bailey. That will be an awesome resource for anyone listening that would like to just make their lives a tiny bit easier. So thanks so much for being on the show this week and sharing all of your wisdom and all of your tips and tricks and hacks. It's been so much fun chatting with you and chatting about all things back to school. Thanks again for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Helping moms hack their life one at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Thank you so much for listening in to this week's episode. In my opinion, it's way more fun to share life with a friend. So if you loved what you heard today, feel free to take a screenshot and post it to your socials so your friends can listen into the show too. Don't forget to tag me at Directly Different Podcast and I'll be sure to give you a shout out. Speaking of social media, follow me on Instagram at Directly Different Podcast and send me a DM. I'd love to continue the conversation. I'll catch you guys in the next episode.